I am the Safferman. Welcome back to Shadow Legends Assemble, episode 42. Uh, we're going to be welcoming Elium Gaming to the first time for the podcast. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of topics, um, so let's get into it. Who do we have with us? And uh, let, let, let's just uh, jump right on in. We've got so many topics. We can talk for two hours and just still not get through all the topics. So let's just jump right on into it. Uh, Rufus, back again, my friend. How are you doing? You've had a face reveal on YouTube. Finally, <laughs> finally. How are you doing? Thank you very much, my friend. I'm doing great and uh, always happy to be in such good company. I welcome in every single person to this podcast. Yeah, I've been doing pretty cool, pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, as you said, first video with camera. So uh, this is going to be the new new for me from now on. And uh, I actually worked on uh, uh, more videos this week, but just didn't have time to upload them. So I'll be doing that over the weekend. So hashtag Rufus posting two videos a day sometime soon, right? Is that what we're hearing? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you, you just sit tight. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Uh, mate, I, I, mate, that'd be awesome. I'm down for that. Um, and welcome back again is uh, Yang Gaming, all the way from Brazil. How are you doing, sir? You've had quite a week. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit. But yeah, how you doing, man? Thanks for being here again. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, I love to be here. Uh, such a good t company. Uh, Rufus, my partner. I think every time I, I, I'm here, he's also here. And thanks for having me. No, it's a pleasure, man. It's always great to have you on, man. Um, yeah, we've got some really cool... I mean, you've had a great week. You've been on Hell Hades uh, Twitch, which we're going to talk about. You've had a couple of birthdays, which is kind of a regular, which we're going to talk about. But yeah. <laughs> as, as weeks go, it's been, it's been a good one for you, right? Right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, keeping you busy um and obviously welcoming back to the podcast as well first time in a hot minute and the one and only want to mess how are you doing sir hey Seth, i'm good today feeling good um honestly kind of excited just to talk about raid it's been a bit um a lot has happened and i feel like i don't know maybe maybe other people have different opinions but i'm i've been pretty happy with the game recently so it's good to just talk to some like-minded people about it instead of a lot of negativity going on you know right yeah. and it's always good to have you on so the last time we had one just before christmas in the year lots has happened since we've had the whole doom tower been released a whole bunch of champs we've had new sets been implemented arenas had a little bit of change like yeah the, the game has kind of changed a lot since the last time he's been on so yeah looking forward to getting some of your opinions on that but thanks again for being here mate um it's a pleasure um and, for the, and the first time ever we've got elium gaming all the way from germany being here with us today thank you very much elium how are you doing man and welcome hello hello thank you very much for having me yeah it's a pleasure for me i'm doing great sitting at home because of all this COVID stuff yep since the start of last year <laughs> so yeah but i'm doing great started content creating about 11 weeks ago yep. on youtube and four weeks ago on twitch so yeah everything is fine um so long time followers of my channel will recognize Elium. so um way back when i just started out i needed this i needed that and your chat found out i didn't have a bed and <laughs> and alien was like we need to sort that out <laughs> and and they literally set up a, a gofundme and they got me a bed right and so um yeah i'm ever thankful for alien for sorting it out for me so gg for that 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 was just how we started we started with nothing not even a bed 
And um, yeah, I'll, I'll just be ever grateful for that. Sort of so thanks a lot, mate. That was awesome. Um, GG. You're welcome. <laughs> and, mate, it is what it is. But yeah, ever grateful. Chat will always remember that. And um, it's good, man. Uh, but yeah, welcome to your first podcast. And uh, we've got some news for you today as well. Uh, you've got a few things up in the works, but you've been busy as well, right? Of course I am. Yes. I will start my own podcast series. I think not next week, but in two weeks, because next week is, is very busy in the German content creation. Um, Farbstoff, I don't know if you know him. He yep. has his yep. 8K special for YouTube. Yep. And he will open over the weekend um, about 8,000 ancient shards. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, yeah, Jesus. they are all busy. <laughs> 8,000 ancient shards. Mate, that's yes, going to take the weekend course. just to open. Yes, yes. He has a he has a plan for for the whole weekend uh, with timestamps when to open for who and everything. It's it 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 will be a blast, mate. Um, that's awesome. Shout out though. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about your podcast in a little bit. Let's jump right into your origin story, buddy. Uh, so you mentioned you've been creating content for eleven weeks on YouTube, uh, a few less weeks uh, on Twitch. But how did Raid sort of get on your radar and? I mean, you've been involved in the community, as we've mentioned already. How did you, how did you work your way into the community? How did Raid become a thing of your life? Um, because I've played Clash of Clans and Clash Royale yep. and watched Ash all time on YouTube. Every yep. day I watched all videos of him and he advertised for Raid on his channel and said, hey, try this game. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's very nice. It's funny. And the graphic hooked me up. So I started playing and immediately got addicted. <laughs> uh, just like everyone else, I would imagine. <laughs> yes, um, of course. <laughs> so did you do much research before you started playing the game or did you just throw yourself in? And who was the first champion that you picked? I just throw myself in the game. I, I downloaded it, um, started an account and just played. I picked Elaine because I liked the archer type uh, champion yeah and yeah just played a little bit made some mistakes wasted my energy and something like this and after that i started to watch some guides because i had no clue what to do it was too much raid is too big if you're new to the game it's too big there's lots to take in in a quick time right I, yes I of course even when we started a couple of years ago like i mean there was just there was no content or anything like that but it still took you several weeks to get to grips of everything if not several months uh, i think even more so for newer players now and there's so much going on for newer players um uh people were asking me for doom tower like help all the time I'm like well you know you're like 10 <laughs> days in it's not really meant for you um i just, I, i'll come back to that uh, in a little while right and just chip where we can but yeah i mean it, it is pretty tough there's there's so much going on in this game lots to digest um so elhane was, was your first pick was she your first 60 as well yes of course of course because i watched the right guides from hell hades and ash and they told me or, or us yeah uh first six star have to be or has to be your um starter so I grinded for Elaine. It took me about three weeks, I think. Oh, God. It yeah. takes a long time to get that first champ up and running, doesn't it, really? Uh, unless your name is Slinx. Um, 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 <laughs> your, 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 first, uh, your first Lego pulled, and how long did it take you to get that Lego? My first Lego pulled was Blood Gorged. Hey, <laughs> snap! High five! 
Yes. Oh, it's my first Lego too. Oh, mate. And yeah, I regretted it, it me, as well. <laughs> it, it took me about two and a half months, I think. Yeah. Yeah, about, yeah. I think about uh, two and a half months and I don't know. I I I made nothing about um, from from Blood Gorged. I wasn't that excited of mm. um, of Blood Gorged. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I put him in the vault and played with the rest what I had, but I had no <laughs> good pull. That was the problem. I had no good pull. I had uh, no apothecary for seven months. I had nothing, nothing to do nothing to play with the first seven months i had no counter-attack nothing i played uh clan boss till nightmare with just rares and one epic yeah um yeah and that's it and after seven months i got apothecary i got in four weeks skull crusher valkyrie and martyr yeah <laughs> in, in, in four weeks and yeah since <laughs> since my seventh month um it, it i uh, my account skyrocketed now I have everything. I have a Krisk. I have I have everything. I don't know what to do. I have no resource. I can't I, oh, I can't level all of them. <laughs> I got too much in the last <laughs> month. And in the last four weeks I got three more blood gorged. That's just Plarium saying you passed the test, right? You right. you hung in there and now you get the rewards. Yes, of course, of course. You earned it. Now you claim it. Oh, That's a hell of a boost to an account, isn't it? Yeah, of course, of course. I was I was overwhelmed. Every uh, every every week I, I pulled something new and it it was a blast for me. And now yesterday we, we made my uh, two to one ratio unkillable Batman yeah. uh, Bat Eater comp. So yeah. Now everything is going well. <laughs> Where did you use Blood Gorge when obviously you said you put them in but have you ever used Blood Gorge anywhere? I mean when I say the first Legos are usually helpful for those people's accounts um, Blood Gorge was my first Lego after a few months, and I kind of had to use him in Arena and a few other dungeons. But back then, his A2 was different, right? He would uh, he would attack four enemies at random, and if it, there was a boss, you could attack the boss four times and get a lot of damage out of it. But now it's, it attacks all enemies, and so it's slightly different now. And as soon as they made that change, he became sort of useless for me, if I'm honest. I, I did use him every now and then for the damage uh, on bosses, but did you use him anywhere at all? Um... I used him in Faction Wars and a little bit in the arena, yep. but that's it. That's yeah. it. And and now I still use him in Faction Wars because he's a hard-hitting solo target champion and he can lock out the whole uh, wave for one round. Yep. So he's okay, but there are better champions. <laughs> I really wish I could get my books back, if I'm honest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I was like, oh, I did I book him? Yeah, it looks like I did. Ah, I think right. I didn't throw any books in, in him, um, but I can look. Um, <laughs> Yang, if you could get books back on any character that you've booked so far, who would it be? I'm going to ask everyone. It's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get my Lego books for my Elhain too. <laughs> Elhain. <laughs> Mate, that's rare yeah. books. No, he said he. I think no, he no, Lego used books. legendary books. Oh, used what? Books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that that took a while to compute. I didn't understand what you said. No way, you use Lego books on Arhane. <laughs> yeah, I think I use like five. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> 
Dead with a hundred watching. Like, uh, oh. Okay. The, the <laughs> I was like, okay, this is my first character. I, 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 I will invest everything on her. So Lego books all the way. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take your Lego yeah. books on me and uh, raise you a couple Lego books on Skullcrusher before feeding him to Six Star Kale. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Ouch. I was really doing a random stuff when I started out. Wow. I didn't even know what I was doing. Yeah. I, so I, I, I was doing a clan boss team with Deadwood before Christmas, and I, he spent an hour doing this team. And I then booked uh, a certain champ um, with Lego books. It was an epic with Lego books. And it ruined the whole hour that he spent on that. I was like, uh, he wasn't very happy with me there. But I did spend Lego books on an epic. That's the only time I've really done that. What's the best? Uh, any characters you'd like to get your books back or any horror stories like that? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to... Th I mean, there's there's like... There's a decent chunk of legendaries that I've booked, and then now they're kind of sitting in the vault just because I've moved past them. Yeah. But um, for ones that I straight up, like, regret, um, it would have to be... Uh, it's probably probably my second ray. Um, I, have, I, have, I have three rays now. I've, I fully booked two of them. She's, like, she's a good champion, but I just, like... I don't know. I thought I needed two for three v three arena, and so like I preemptively booked both of them, and right. then I never used the second one. So, Oof. Oof. <laughs> is this Malibu or wants a mess? What, what's going on here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you literally—that's what Malibu did for the uh, the chicken contest. He just literally preemptively just booked a whole bunch of champs because he could. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a fair play, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, mean, I yeah, I, I, so I've got a queue system, right? I've got a priority system. Uh, when I get books, it goes on a certain, like I'm trying to book Gurgo at the moment and trying to finish him. And then I've got another champion. I, yeah, I've never had so many books to preemptively just go, oh, I think I might use that champ one day. Let me put 18 <laughs> books on well, it. No, 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 I wasn't just like, I wasn't just like sitting on books and had a like, you know, Manny had like 200 plus at one point. Right. Yeah, I specifically yeah, yeah. bought those. They they haven't sold them in a long time, but the the 10 Lego book yep. pack for fifty dollars. Um, yeah. Um, I bought two full set because you could buy three at a time. I bought two sets of those, planning for three v three because before that, you know, you didn't really need that many legendaries for arena, and I wanted to take three v three seriously. It's arena. I care about arena. Yeah. And then like the first. The first, like, two months of 3v3 was basically a joke. And even once we started using, you know, quote-unquote, real teams, I didn't even use the extra ray. So I was definitely pretty bummed. <laughs> Lesson learned. Uh, I, I like it, though, man. That, that's a cool story. Um, uh, let's, let's finish off Elian's uh, origin story. Uh, Elian, so we, we found so we found out uh, your first Lego. We found out how long it took you to get that Lego. Um, first sort of biggest mistakes that you made. Anything that you could do again uh, if you had the chance, i.e. misfed champs or badly built champs. Did you focus on a certain area in the game before you should have, like, a little too early? And uh, What are your thoughts? Yes. Um, I got... About two or three weeks after I got my blood gorged, I got Queen Eva. 
Right. And it was it was like, oh my god, the best campaign farmer. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I was just three months in the game, had no idea what to do, yeah. and got a, a bunch of legendary books and thought, I need the books for 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 Queen Eva, so she can be the best campaign farmer for me. Yeah. So I put about <laughs> 10 legendary books in Queen Eva, and yeah, after two weeks, I was very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk us through that emotion of upset, mate. It was, it was, yeah, I realized I don't need the books, and everyone, after I watched the guides of Hell Hades, and everyone, every um, of them, told uh, or because uh, wait (laughs) everyone uh, said in their videos don't book queen eva you don't need to you you need just a little bit of crappy gear and she can solo 12-3 and i was like okay shit i wasted 10 books and (laughs) yeah mm, okay and three months later i got valkyrie and had no books (laughs) <laughs> Still no books, <laughs> oh, no, no. because I, I was a low spender. I I had not the the yeah, I I didn't get the packs from legendary books or something like that. I was hitting uh, hard and brutal on, on clan boss, so you get no books. And yep. yeah, I had still zero books for my Valkyrie. Um, it was really sad, <laughs> really really sad. Hopefully you get a book soon. Uh, is she booked now? Or are you still waiting to book? Yeah it? yeah of course. Now I, I'm sitting on thirty legendary books. I have a lot of legendary books. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> don't book your third ray. Uh, don't mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm, put mm-hmm. them on any epics, <laughs> and don't put them on a skull crusher, and then feed the skull crusher. Is basically what we've learned so far today. Um, uh, <laughs> things that you can still improve and, on. And, and, oh god. Go on, Yang. Yeah, it, I was in the in your stream when you used your Lego books on Sandlash Survivor. Wait, wait, don't need to rub it in. It's okay. There's a clip out there somewhere. It's already been watched times of the times. I'm good. Thanks for bringing it up, Yang. But, um, but I think I, I think the the pain the painful part was your using your Lego books on actually a Lego, which is Worlim. Well, I see. Well, I he was one of my options of maybe I would like to get Lego books back, but I still have a use. For, I still use. It. I think I think he's a pretty underrated champ. Um, I, I mean, he looks cool. He's a bit of fun. He's a bit of a gimmick. I mean, ideally, would I want those books back? Yes, potentially. But I still think he's pretty fun. <laughs> I, don't, he's, I, don't, I don't regret it as much as others, right? Um, who else do I regret? Real quick. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Blood Gorge is literally the number one. Are you alright? Yeah, you're on some helium and laughing gas. Are you okay? Are you alright? You, you good? Um, I think one of my hack on Smash Lords. I I really regret fielding hack on Smash Lords, and now I've got three of them. I'm just like, ah. um, oh. um, yeah. I don't know. I booked one Morley. I need to book another one. No, I think I just regret Blood Gorge. Really, I still have. I've had more use for Whirling than I have for Blood Gorge, but um. It's, it's okay. Um, uh, yeah, things that you can still improve on, uh, Elium, uh, whether it be, like, are you working on a clan boss team, right? You say you've got your new two-to-one setup. Um, is your Ice Golem up to par? Where can you still improve in the game, buddy? I'm working now on all my faction wars because I only need 140 stars, so it's not that much yep. um, to get Lydia. So that's my next big goal, and I will put all my resources from now on 
infection was because I was just working the last two weeks on my um, two to one combo for clan boss. So clan boss is yeah. set now. I can do brutal till nightmare, uh, ultra nightmare, and that's it. So clan boss is done, and now faction wars. And after faction wars, my next goal is Doom Tower hard. Mate, I, I, we're going to talk about Doom Tower. I'm sure we've got um, various opinions on Doom Tower. That, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's fair. But yeah, and your favorite champ or team that you currently have, or a champ that you know that's on your most wanted list. A champ on my most wanted list is Prince Kaima yep. because I want to build the speed comps for every dungeon. I'm good in the dungeons. I need about two minutes in every dungeon to clear it. It's a hundred percent success rate and everything. But I want a Kaima. I have my Seer and everything. I want to build speed comps. I have Krisk. I have Draco and everything. I can build them, but yeah. I miss Kaima. So that's my most wanted. And my my favorite team is my clan boss team now. I love it. <laughs> it's, doing so much damage and it's easy to set up i just need five clicks and it's done so yeah i love it <laughs> Gosh. honestly you should look into using uh renegade uh she can do pretty much the exact same job as kaimar yes i was i was thinking about to use uh, renegade yeah, I mean, she, she cools down by better. two. Yeah, I know. Everyone was a Kaiba. We all saw Murderick wail out for a Kaiba. That was so funny, by the way. That, I loved that stream. Oh, yeah, that was. Um, I, I literally canceled my stream to watch that. That, that was that was great. Um, but yeah, Renegade is, is super useful. Um, and yeah, before I got Kaiba, she unlocked my spider for me. And yeah, she was great. But that was so long ago. Um, yeah, I, I think multiple Renegades might be helpful for me down the line. But yeah, she's she's a really cool champ, but everyone wants multiple Kaiabars, right? That's just kind of the, the way it goes. Um, um, so And also, you're, you're also creating YouTube content as well. Uh, you're on Twitch at the moment. Uh, do you have a favorite video that you've created so far uh, on YouTube uh, that we can put in the link description below and people can go and check it out? My favorite video? Pooh. Yeah, one day you put a bit of effort in and you're just happy with the results in, right? Uh, us content creators are perfectionists, I'm telling you. It's, um... Okay, wait. I, ha I, have, to, I have to take a look. Um, by because the way, thanks the... for the follows, Blitz and Darling. Thank you. Um, carry on, mate. Um, yeah, you didn't have to mute yourself because you're laughing. It's okay. It's all right. It wasn't... <laughs> you can carry on laughing, my friend. It's all right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's having a good day. I like it. Um, I, I think one of my favorite videos is uh, I did a comp for Apothecary and Sile of the Drakes because after I got them, they carried me through all of the dungeons. I got them too, and they carried me to, through all of the dungeons from 15 to 20, and it was easy mode with, with these two champions. So I think this, this is one of my favorite videos because it helped me a lot to improve my account to improve the the yeah the grinding in rate and to get arbiter of course yeah um well awesome man. You, you send me a link of the favorite video that you made we'll put it in the link description and people can go and check you out right and and they'll go to that'd be awesome but um yeah that's the origin story of the idiom again thanks for being on here um let's get right into some of these topics we've got quite a few let's start off with the provoke 10 times that we've got going on uh want some mess would you like to talk through some of these characters um any that you've got any that you want um and just a little breakdown of some of these champs mate it'd be great 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. I'm looking at the list right here. I, I probably won't just talk about everybody. No, probably just fine. the ones that I think that are good and worthwhile. Uh, yep. So, oh, you've got it up on the stream as well. Uh, Umbral <clears throat> Enchantress is the first one on the list. Void Epic. Um, she's probably the probably the most well known on this list in terms of like people who pull to get a specific champion. Yeah. Um, she does AOE provoke for two turns and gives herself unkillable. So for <clears throat> accounts that are uh, having issues with progressing through dungeons, if you're having a hard time like living on the waves, she is an excellent champion for that. Um, uh, not only that, but you do not have to worry about investing in her. Uh, in the Demon Spawn faction, it, for Faction Wars, she is incredible as well. There's some very difficult waves there. Um, she does Provoke, and she also does AoE block buffs, which is super good for that one. Um, I have her. She's still in my Faction Wars team. Very, very, very good. Yeah, um, she's in my Faction Wars team too. Just lots of utility, right? And um, lots of crowd control. And she can be built in several different ways. There's no one way to build an Umbral. There's, and there's a bit of fun in building her up, right? You can have different little, uses for her. Little stressed fact is that she also can hit hard if built as a nuker, maybe for uh, arena teams in, in low gold or in silver. She yep. can definitely nuke if, if uh, you wanted her to. Yeah, so she's got that versatility. She's obviously based on defense as well. And, um, yeah, she can be a real tough cookie. Um, uh, but, yeah, good start. Anyone else that sort of jump out to you uh, wants a mess? Uh, well, I have to talk about Chris because yep. I, I actually just pulled him last week. <laughs> I pulled him during the Void 2 times, which is pretty oh, funny that they have a, a 10 times afterwards. Many congrats. Um, uh, just, I mean, what what else is there to say? He's an absolutely insane champion. Um I, I don't know if I'd call him, like, the literal strongest Void Legendary for Arena, but he's definitely up in the top five. Yeah. Um, he just, he's, he is well known for putting out massive shields. That's what I'm, that's what I'm using him for. But on top of that, he can, uh, he can AoE provoke the enemy team really, really strong. He can ally protection, extend all your buffs, et cetera, et cetera. He is used, two copies of him is used in the, the newest best uh world record ultra nightmare team um there's there's not much else to say he's just an incredible champion and i'm incredibly happy that i pulled him yeah i'm sure many of your um followers aren't though i mean it you know <laughs> this they, they everyone wants a crisk and it's just like whenever people pull a crisk they're like oh you son of a gun they're like well <laughs> done you know <laughs> just they grit their teeth and like well done and no one likes seeing other people get a crisk at least in my experience, but congrats that you've got him. Uh, yeah, it's really funny. There were, um, so in Manny's, uh, Discord, I have like my own little channel. Yeah. Um, multiple people who are like regulars on my stream, all, like three different people pulled Chris during the two times and they were all posting about it. Wow. And then when I finally pulled my shards, I got a Chris as well. So it was kind of, kind of funny to see that. Um, uh, yeah, but it's good to see. We were talking, uh, before we went live, um, it, the way that, playing are really introducing their characters at the moment uh, it feels like they're trying to make 10 times more relevant by just flooding the market with characters right so we've got over like 550 characters at the moment we've got a new faction mm. coming uh, we might by the end of the year have another faction out and this and that, but there's lots of champs coming out and and the more and more champs that do come out the more relevant a 10 times event is right uh, new players are just going to be opening up for two times but at some point there's going to be so many champs that 10 times are going to be more valuable to get those specific champs you know um it's tough uh, but, um, yes well. and no actually but 
because mathematically, mathematically, yeah, well, mathematically, I can, I can say that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maths. Yeah. Speaking of it. Uh, yeah, the numbers say that uh, the more champion there there are, the the num the chance of getting a specific champion uh, in a 10x or n normal rates it it also dilutes is because if you make the the chance math, you see that it also decreases as you increase the number of champions. Right. So yes, 10x will be. A little bit more relevant, but the the percentage is like super low, like yeah. uh, 0.02% chance to get a legend, a specific legendary, even in a 10x. Yeah. And the more champions you introduce, the lower this number is. So I think uh, when if if they continue to in increase the number of champions, they will need to introduce I don't know what. 20x or 50x because <laughs> I see a loads of people getting uh, opening shards on a 10x and they don't get the the champion like less less 10x it was for Zavia and some other champions I pulled my shards for Zavia and I got two legendaries no yeah. Zavia <laughs> no me 10x too, me too. no 10x legendary so I mean doesn't make that much of a difference in the 10x but i i know i i, I agree with your points to a certain degree I, player just try and make things that aren't relevant more relevant I, I again i was saying um what it wasn't so long ago where the mini mix pack was completely irrelevant right no one was getting a mini mix pack for whatever reason and then they changed something in clan boss and all of a sudden it's like oh people are getting this pack again and and players just like to like to do that. I'm sure the analytics show them what people get and what they don't. But the mini mix pack wasn't recommended by anyone for whatever reason, and now it is. It's rather useful. It's got a little bit of everything. Same kind of deal with the ten times. Us as content creators are always saying pull on two times, pull on two times. And um, but with the amount of champs coming out, ten times it's just become more. Relevant. But yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, but we were gonna, we could have so many chance if they release all these factors. We could have so many chance by the end of the year. It's gonna be crazy. Um, right. So we basically talked about Umbral and we talked a little bit about Crisk. Who else here has a Crisk? Me. Talk to us, Elium. <laughs> Talk to me your experience with the Crisk. Um, when did you Crisk get him? Yeah. Is a beast. <laughs> Crisk is is a monster. He's my favorite champion. I have to admit it favorite my favorite champion in the game is Krisk. he's the best you can use him in dungeons for for doom tower for for clan boss he's in the best clan boss or, or in the world record team you can use him for arena everywhere this champion is so amazing wow i i i, I screamed i was so happy it, it was my my girlfriend ran into my room here and asked me if everything is okay after i pulled the Chris. <laughs> it, it, I, I was so excited it was wow i would probably do be the same if i got a chris if i'm honest but i mean yeah it is a very desirable champ the fact that he goes first as well is super helpful it is crazy old shields and yeah very desirable champ if any of you guys don't have a chris um now's your perfect chance to try and get a chris i reckon um let's move on then uh yang any of these characters that you have that you'd like to talk about other than umbral and chris no. <laughs> no? We're good? We're moving on? The 
the champ the champion that I would talk about it, it would be Amber Enchantress. Like for me, she changed my three v three arena because I tuned my teams to go with my Lissandra. Yeah. So my Trenda is like a hundred and sixty speed, so I cannot use her without uh, Lissandra. And when I pulled uh, Amber Enchantress, I could use uh, Arbiter then. Umbro, and I could still use uh, Trenda, and I free my Lissandra to take the lead in other teams. So okay, yeah. I, she she's like in uh, insane champion. Like for early, mid, and end game, she's really good. And I actually want to point out that this 10x was the first 10x that I advised all my uh, followers to pull their voids because. They don't have many voids, and the next two times voids is like far away. So yep, yep. I was like, okay, pull pull them all, try your luck. Maybe you got a crisp. Don't no matter where you are in the game, he will be insane. Yeah, he's definitely recommend. Yeah, some every now and then a times ten comes around, and you just like, yeah, you have got to give it a go. I mean, I didn't have many voids left from the two times, but I did open them up, and yeah, I got Jack. But it, it is what it is. Um. Uh, so, yeah, we, we talked about Umbral, and okay, so Angar needs a little bit of love. Rufus, help me out, fam. Let's talk a little bit like Angar. Um, he was literally my first Void Lego, and I swear I used him for Fire Knight starting out um, for the, um, uh, for what was, oh my god, uh, Reflect Damage, um, mm. and I had Valkyrie going on with a counterattack as well, so that literally removed the shield for me. Um, but really, I mean, he's had buffed up as well. See, Murderink has done a video like a few months ago, and but he really does get forgotten about quite a lot, you know? No, to, to be honest, Angar is, is definitely a, a very good champion. He kind of gets uh, eclipsed a little bit by, by champions like Molly, for instance, mm -hmm. who has kind of a similar kit, but uh, definitely better. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as Angar goes, I don't have him. I uh, really would be happy if I pull him during this 10x. I, I tried my luck a little bit. I uh, still haven't pulled all my shards, but uh, I'll, t I'll talk about that a little bit later. So Angar, uh, definitely a strong champion. You still see him in Platinum, mm -hmm. not necessarily in High Platinum, and uh, maybe you want to miss, can, can jump on that later. But you definitely see him in Mid Platinum, in Low Platinum, in High in Gold uh, for everywhere. And also in Doom Tower, for uh, the higher stages where you find uh, champions that would need to be CC'd consistently. He definitely does a great job in, in, in that place. But, uh, I mean, if you pull Angar, don't, don't, don't get angry or don't, don't be unhappy or anything. He's, he's definitely a good pull for if you don't have him. Of course, if you, if you pull him as a dupe, then uh, F in chat for you. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's got a great. I mean, what's mess? I mean, you, you've probably seen him in around uh, Plat Arena a lot more uh, than, than than myself, for example. I mean, the pros and cons of Angar in Arena, man. Um, I I don't see. I used to see him a fair bit uh, a couple months ago. I don't really yeah. see him too much anymore. Okay. Um, he is. The thing is, is that uh, immunity teams are just ways to block debuffs mm -hmm. has become um sort of like or, or it's been the meta but it's coming way back in <clears throat> or it's coming in a lot stronger recently mm -hmm. so he is literally hard countered by just if you just bring in a, an immunity team and if like angar is the enemy team's win condition um even if you happen to be slower than them you're just gonna win anyways so mm -hmm. he's kind of just 
he's kind he, like I'd argue Tormund's better in terms of like mm -hmm. threatening crowd control, mm -hmm. but they're both essentially hard countered by just a immunity set. So he's definitely fallen out of the meta. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's, um, uh, like I said, though, for those that are like a little less, um, you know, long in the tooth in this game and you've just been playing for a few weeks or months, again, Angar is great for dungeons as well. You're going to be getting that crowd control and provoke. If you get some HP on him, make him survive. He's going to be doing bits for you. Uh, he's great in Knight as well with the reflect damage, as I mentioned earlier. If you make sure the reflect damage is up and one swing comes down, that's five of the shield gone straight away. Um, and then you just need your multi-hitters to do the rest, right? If you have a counter-attack on with Skullcrusher as well, that's the shield gone as soon as he's hit you. Um, and yeah, it's it's a really good sort of... It's not like a speed run by any means, but it's progression if you guys are looking for that. So Angar is definitely uh, worth it in my book as well, if nothing else but for Fire Knight. Um, let's talk through a few more of these, um, these uh, legends that we've got here. We've got Warchief mm -hmm. and Morley. I've mm -hmm. recently just pulled a Warchief, and there's lot there was lots of hype a little while ago for Doom Tower coming out that he might be a little bit useful in a doom tower who has a war chief who's used him who hasn't i i do have a war chief i uh, haven't maxed him out i he's still sitting like uh minimum ascension level 50 i tried to use him for faction wars yeah back in the day he did help me uh, to get to level 21 but he ended up uh, being thrown out of the of the team however as you see Warchief uh, performing in, in waves in Doom Tower, there, there can be uses for him. He can be definitely uh, put to good use in some areas of the game, but unfortunately I feel that his kit is still lacking a little bit. One thing to say about Warchief is that his Provoke is amongst the, the best in the game for PvE. Mm -hmm. You don't even need, need to put any books on him. He can put it for, uh, I think, three turns if, if memory serves, and uh, it's on a by default on a four-turn cooldown. So with that, you can, for instance, if you're having trouble against the Magma Dragon, he can be your your definite uh, provoke option. As long as he's tanky enough to survive the hits, he can let the rest of your team do do the job. So that's one pretty good area to put him uh, in. But I feel that he still needs a rework for his kit to, to really be viable in any form of PvP. Yeah, maybe he'll be on the, the next rebalance list uh, and they'll try and tweak him out. But uh, yeah, I, I still uh, am, managed to get around to use him yet. Yeah, I mean, he is a, an odd-looking uh, champ, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, yeah, he's going to have some uses somewhere. If you guys are he's probably not the most desirable out of this list, uh, but he does have the odd use every now and then. And as uh, Rufus said, his, his provoke is rather useful. Um, right, uh, the next and last legend on the list is Morley. We, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. assuming many of us have a Morley. Yang, do you have a Morley? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do. I... And and I I really like Morley. I I used her um, in very different ways throughout my usage of her. I started using her like and uh, what I do with Amber Enchantress nowadays. Yeah. Uh, then I turned her to a faction war more uh, build and. Now I'm using her with a shield set to counter hegemons in 3v3 arena. Nice man. Uh, she, she, yeah. She's just she's just great. She's she's just a great champion. Like even in early game, the revive yeah. is very good for uh, people that are starting and for progression, control, mid game, and I, I think. Mid to early late game, she falls a little bit off. Like she will be kind of used in arena and kind of used in faction wars, 
but when you get to like late game, late late game, she becomes very useful again. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd kind of agree with that. I, I don't see many insane late late game builds uh, with Morley in there. I mean, I've got two of them at the moment, and honestly, I'm mainly using them for memes and in certain areas of the games, and just having a little bit of fun with the pair of them. Uh, Elium, any experience with Morley the Tankard? Just getting destroyed by her and the rest of her team in the arena. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't have her. I don't have her. I pulled yesterday a lot of shards and today for uh, for Molly, but I got a Lugan instead. Ooh. Well, I wouldn't mind a Lugan either, to be fair. I don't, no, Lugan is perfect because I just have Stagnite for the Bandalord, so oh. I'm very happy about that, but a Molly would be better for me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, great. the thing about Molly is, is, is she, well, since the release of Malga in, uh, in uh, the uh, Dwarf faction, the uh, epic dwarf that has a revive she kind of uh, lost her let's say winning condition status for factionals as well not that you can't do factionals now uh dwarves 21 without the reviver it used to be the case a little bit before the nerf it wasn't also impossible but it was pretty hard now it's much easier to do it even without a reviver but still she's she's definitely a win condition well, on that level if you just have a decently geared team she can carry the rest of your uh of your roster uh, I, I also don't have a Molly. She's literally the only fusion I ha I skipped. Uh, and I think I did because of oh. how... I thought that the sausage looked a little bit stupid, but... <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not anymore. Definitely. Oh. I would love me a bite of that sausage. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> uh, well, I didn't pull specifically. Uh, I, I, might, I might still pull, though, because the weekend is not done. Uh, I don't have her, but I do have other options to counter Hegemon. However, she definitely is one of the best, if not the best, um, speed counter to Hegemon as far as Arena goes. And uh, as far as CC, she's, she's just top tier. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the sausage has kind of grown on me, if I'm honest. I think when when she first came out for the fusion, <laughs> I was like, what? We got She got a dwarf with a flaming sausage on a fork, and we're grinding and spending our resources on her, right? And I was like, okay, but I mean, it's kind of growing on me. I, I, I kind of like uh, what she's got going on. She's right. Um, check her attitude. You ain't going to mess about in the tavern, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. Dude, if, if you can check the chat, there, there is some pretty interesting stuff going on. Uh, they're having fun. <laughs> and that, they're having a great time. So I, I'll just oh, let yeah. them get on with it. It's all right. Um, <laughs> and let, let's talk about some of these epics then. Some of these epics are a little um, older than others. Obviously, Crimson Helm yeah. has been a long time. I've uh, been in the game for a long time. I, I never personally used Crimson Helm. I was, I was at a point where I, I just I got my Royal Guards and I was going for damage rather than crowd control. Um, has anyone else used uh, the Crimson Helm? No. <laughs> Silence. Yep. Same deal. So no one's really using Crimson Helm. How about Seneschal? And now they, they updated the Leech a little while ago and he came a little bit more relevant in Clan Boss. But again, he's not really useful. Not oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I was. I'll just say a couple of things about Seneschal, because uh, when I did my Bannerlords uh, faction wars, I, I really the only Lego I had was uh, I think uh, Sethalia. I had yeah. a couple more Legos, but that were not usable. Sethalia was a big carry there, but Seneschal was just as much of a carry in that in those late levels of faction wars back then. Um, he's great as far as his kit goes. Really, don't underestimate him. He does a lot of things that can be very useful against uh, 
in, in, PV, in PvE, specifically against waves. He can control, he can place a counterattack, he can place, I think, uh, a Veil. The Leech also is a great addition, so he's a very well-balanced champion. He has also decent stats, so for instance, if you build him in, uh, in a Frost set, for example, he can be really good. So, uh, yeah, for progression and for wave control in general, really, really good champion. Don't don't be sad if you pull him. Uh, if you don't have any other options, just work on him. It's just, uh, uh, let's say, in situationally speaking, as far as uh, waves go, just as good as, uh, as a number. Uh, want to mess anything to add on Seneschal? Uh, you know, I, I would kind of agree that I think he's actually an underrated champion. He does AoE provoke on the whole team plus counterattack on himself uh it, there's no chance for it to weak hit so it's always going to place as long as you know you don't get three percent resisted um I, I think he's really really good for faction wars he just unfortunately takes a good chunk of books so uh, yeah. but i'm happy with him uh, nice um but apart from faction wars where else is he going to be practically used faction. um he uh he could be used in spider i've i've recommended him to some people as a uh as a spider tank yep in uh in a lifesteal set so okay um he's probably not the best for that but he does the job uh nice um and last but i i would say probably um the best out of these three sandlash survivor um when sandlash got introduced uh, is it fair to say that she pretty much changed like the way people were building clan bosses at the time, right? Because, I mean, she really did a lot for a lot of people. If they only had one counter-attacker, uh, she obviously extends it if they get the right speeds. And she, she basically allowed you to have one counter-attacker on your team. But she did a lot for a lot of people and still does. She's got a really cool kit, right? Uh, anyone who's got her. Oh, well. I mean, yes, uh, I've I no, I have no. used her the last three months in yeah. my team. I had two counter attackers, Sepulchre, Sandlashed, and um, a Poisoner. Yeah. So yeah, I've used her because I wanted to have all time uh, counter attack and mm-hmm. wanted to be affinity friendly with this team and have uh, the most defensive team I could get uh, out of my account. So. She's awesome. She's awesome. And she's carrying me through um, Doom Tower for the Magma boss and yeah. for um, in, in Faction Wars. She's a beast. Yeah, she's got a lot of utility. You can use her in a lot of places uh, in terms of survivability and, and buff extension. She's, yeah, she's got... And obviously the aura as well is very important. Defense yes. in all battles. It can be useful, obviously, in Doom Tower as well. Um, but yeah, she's she's... She's been really useful for my account, especially uh, Rufus. You've got you've got her as well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I was uh, as soon as she came out, I I was really uh, wishing for, to to get her on my account because uh, back in the day I wasn't running uh, a uh, bat eater team from Clan Boss. I had a very tanky team with uh, Tyrant, just yep. a one-one team. Uh, I was doing some decent damage to King UNM, but uh, I really felt that Sandlash would take it to the next level. I didn't pull her, unfortunately, until I built my bad eater, but I still invested in her. She uh, helped me uh, finish Faction Wars easily. She still pops up every now and then in Arena, in defenses, because of her passive, which is uh, which can disrupt people who are not, uh, let's say, well-prepared to, to face it. She's probably one of the best all-rounder champions, uh, as far as epics go, in the game, in terms of what she can do, or the roles that she can play. She's a mini Krisk. She's yep. also a defense supplier, and she also can help CC waves. So she, she does a lot. She does a lot, and she's 
probably uh, in the top 10 of, of the epics in this game, at least as far as uh, non-void epics. Well, 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 oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, so you, 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 sa- <laughs> you saved yourself there, I think. Um, I, I was about to write top 10 <laughs> epic in the game, and then you said non-void. And, yeah, all right. I, I'm with you with the non-void. I, I get it. So I just wanted an argument, Rufus. That's all I wanted. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. Just uh, yeah. Do you have Sadlash Survivor as well, mate? If so, how long have you had her? Where do you use her? That sort of stuff. Yeah, I wish I had her. Oh, rip! Oh. One day soon. One day soon. Yeah, I, I think I think she's the only arc epic that I don't have, and yeah. I, I wish I had her especially for guides because when I. It, I mean, she's a very good pair to a lot of champions in Clan Boss. Mm-hmm. Like, you can use some very different and very easier comps in Clan Boss with her. Uh, let's say for Sepulchre Sentinel. Yeah. If you have just Sepulchre Sentinel, you can put her 4 to 3, and you put her to take this, uh, double turn between AoEs to block the second AOE and the stun, but yeah. you need a lot, uh, a lot more speed. And if you have uh, Sandlash Survivor, you can put uh, the Sepulchre Sentinel to take the double, double turn before the AOE one, and then you have um, block debuffs and defense up throughout the whole fight. And the speeds, the speed requirement drops a lot. So she's a very good champion to do different things in Clemba. So I really wish I had her, actually. Um, yeah, she, she's great. And um, yeah, like you said, she does just so much um, for, for people that use her. I, I, I've kind of saved Once Mess for last of this one, because Once Mess, I'm guessing um, that you've kind of outgrown the use of Sandlash quite a time ago. Oh, yeah. When she came out, I, I already had no use for her. Right, so I, yeah. that's why I wasn't really commenting. Yeah. I, I, she's in my faction wars team, um, but she could probably be replaced there. She just like when I was building teams way back in the day to finish faction wars. Um, yeah. She just ha- she had she has an aura that works in all battles, so I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, extend my own buffs because I was running. I was running and still run a shield set on my Vrask. Right. Um, so I was just like, oh, okay, this can, this can work. Um, but yeah, I was by that point I was already running. Um, I think I was running a speed team yep. for uh, for Clan Boss. She could have fit into it, but I, I think I already just had my team kind of locked in. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, uh, if you're not in that late late game like once where she has got some great kit, um, and Yang, I hope you get her soon. That's for sure. Um, whilst whilst we're talking about champs, before we go on to the other champs, I kind of want to get a few more opinions. Um, Elian, we had a whole bunch of champs uh, released last week. Um, Astralon, Nogdar, the Headhunter, Samar, Gemcurse, Cardio, Countess Lix, Sissia, uh, Runekeeper, Deacon, Gogrun. <laughs> There's loads. Pestilus, Lodric, uh, Fodball, Godseeker, Claude, Prundar, Tarshan, Boltzwitz, Scrapper, Abyssal, Flayla. Like, so many got released last week. Um, we've gone through them all last week as well, but just some of your favourites um, that, that you've got already or that you're looking forward to be pulling uh Ilium. um yeah i just got lordric from the fusion yeah that's it <laughs> so my account is is unlucky for this part but i did a guide on cardial because my clan leader got her uh, right. got him nice i 
uh, I will record a video of the Aniri guide uh, for the Aniri um, after this part could be um, no after the stream today yeah. and tomorrow I will have the um, um, account from one of my um, subscriber to test Cecilia. Uh, so nice. I'm very excited yeah. and I will make a video for Tuesday, I think. Yes, of course. So yeah, they, they all look very, very good. Cardiel is one of the champions I like the most. His kit is very, very nice. And he, his kit is not that unique, but he combines a lot of champion and that's what I like. That's what I like of him. And yeah, I think the rest of the champions are also good, but I haven't seen a lot of guides and right. yeah, the most of them are a little bit niche. They only fit in one specific place or something like Which that. Which is so... better than none though, right? Yeah. Okay. We've yeah, had that previously. Um, and, but yeah, as long as they've got some sort of practical use, but it's going to take a little while for these chats to get circulated into the system, even longer for a little while for, for people to actually do builds and make a few videos on them and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's coming. I think uh, Cardio is a lot of people's pick of the bunch. Um, but I mean, once a mess, we've gone through that list as well. There's, I mean, we talked about them as well. There's just so many champs coming in, and a lot of them do have at least one or two uses. Are there any that you're particularly excited uh, to be getting, or do you have a few of them already? Uh, I mean, I have... Uh, I pulled two of the Godseeker Aniris. Yeah. Um, she is really, really interesting. Um, I haven't... I haven't built them yet, because I just... I tend to slack on building new champions mm -hmm. uh, until there's, a, like, a, a worthwhile... Um, Champion training, just because I really hate champion training. Yeah. Um, but she has a really cool kit for Platinum Arena. Um, she's been showing up in defenses. She's really annoying, depending on how well built she is. Um, obviously, we talked about Cardiel. I think he's really cool. Combines. He's just like a straight up, or the 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 way that I would use him is he's a straight up better. Um, oh gosh, who's the who's the other girl that cleanses and puts block debuffs? I can't remember her name. But he's he's a straight up better version of her. He has a speed aura. He reduces damage from a lot of the really oppressive factions in arena. And most importantly, he reduces damage from Hegemon. Yeah. So that's really cool. Uh, yeah, Sky Touch Shaman. Thank you, Shaggy. Yeah, nice. um, so yeah, I, I, uh, those are kind of the main two. And then there's two of the epics that are coming out where uh, one of them has increased accuracy and increased speed, and the other one has increased accuracy with increased crit damage. I'm I'm kind of interested uh, in both of those. I'm trying to remember their names. It's going to be a while till I sort of memorize them all. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, I um, think the dwarfs or uh no no the dwarf the that's the rare is the dwarf. I don't remember what the epic ones are, unfortunately. Uh no 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 okay. Um, yeah, I can't I, remember, yeah, yeah, and then, I mean, so the legendaries all look super cool, and that's awesome. I just, I'm not super familiar with their kits, but not when I read them a couple weeks or like a week ago, none of them like crazy stood out to me. They just looked like cool, interesting champs with good kits, you know? Yeah, um, but yeah, I think we mentioned last week as well. We have had champions be released, and we're like, okay, where, yeah, what are they going to be doing? Not a lot, I mean. Uh, it seems cool that they've actually released a bunch of champs that are going to have a use somewhere, if not um, in the future as well. Um, 
but yeah, one of the things we also talked about once mess as well, and obviously some of these champs really don't look like they're in the right faction. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk with the new faction coming at the moment. Uh, Card, I mean, a lot of these champs look, look angelic. We've got other champs like the Undead Samurai, which um, look like Saito, for example, which is probably should be coming out in this faction that's going to be coming out. We've got a few other dwarf-like samurais. What's your whole feel with the champs going in the right factions? Are, are they on the right sort of right sort of road, or uh, or is it kind of confusing to you too, seeing some of these champs in these factions? Uh, I, I think the Sacred Order ones make perfect sense. Uh, I think that Saito really doesn't fit. Uh, as you said, I mean, they they specifically said, hey, like, samurai are coming, right? And that's right. literally what Saito is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't really know why they bothered to do that. Yeah. Um, but then the other factions are, oh, gosh. I uh, there's a, Do you remember what the actual names of the other factions are? Um, it's the Elysian Elves. Um, right. Um, which is this is not the one they're going to release. Uh, we've got the undead samurai, um, which which is going to be in a couple of weeks. And the, no, there was there was a purple banner, and I can't remember what it's called. It wasn't dark elves. It was something else. But no, I can't remember the third one. But Elysian elves or Nyresian elves. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a few coming about. But yeah, I can't remember them all. I don't know if they've changed their minds, though, is my question. I, I think they might have um, restricted themselves to three factions, got an idea like angelic and demonic type thing, and just tried to put them in while still keep their three factions. So I don't know if they're just trying to... I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of confusing. So we've got... um, Who was that other guy? Was it Barbarian? Um, Yakal the Scourge. You're telling me he's oh, not don't samurai? Talk about, don't talk yeah. to me about Carl. Um, your boy Carl. <laughs> Talk to me about Carl, what's a mess? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> I have, I, I'm not a, well, I mean, okay. As a champion, um, he, has an, he has an okay kit. He's a little bit niche, um, whatever. But I personally have done a good, I don't have a good relationship with him. Uh, okay. During the last Void 2 times, the previous, not this most recent one, the previous one. Yeah. Um, I had quite a few shards. I was pulling to get some good champions. And during Void 2 times, I pulled until I hit Pity. I had to pull, uh, like, 200... I hit it on, like, 215 or 216 shards during a two times. Yep. And I pulled Yakarl the Scourge. And now, this time, during the brand new two times, um, I pulled another copy of... He was, like... I, it was, like, 10 shards in, I pulled another Yakarl. And it was just, like... Come on, man! Come on! And it's just like, cause it's spoiled. Cause you see the legendary, you yep. see the gold, but then his like his frost animation pops up immediately. So I knew before the champion ran out, I knew it was another Yakarl the Scourge. And it was just like, oh man, Plarium, why do you do me like this? Mate, at least he doesn't yeah, jingle. Sorry, all right, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a hunter and he's better yeah. man's complaining about a second your car the scourge mate try yeah. grinding for 16 hours for a sir nick and get a jiggle hunter and for the whole community to remind you every day right that that's that's that's, that's something anyway yeah um samurai barbarian that was my point uh, sorry, that was a little bit of a. Ooh, I feel better now. Got off my chest. Okay. Yeah, um, I hadn't really thought about him looking kind. Of, I now that I see the armor a bit more, yeah, I do see the samurai look. 
Um, and like Iron Braga yeah, as well yeah. from Dwarfs, right? I mean, he kind of looks like a samurai as well. Um, there's just a whole, yeah. there's just a whole bunch of them that look somewhat different. I mean, it was Iron Braga. Oh, it's not Iron Braga, and no, he's for the other one. Um, mate, he should be in Dwarfs. He's in, uh, he's an orc, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, there we go. Um, but maybe samurai don't don't have any, uh, let's say. Um... Uh, conditions on on the races of uh, the members of that faction. Maybe you could have elves and orcs and humans and so on. That like is Valerians. that is fair. Sorry, Valerians. Yeah. Let's the appropriate terminology. Yeah, I I was talking about this with um, I don't know I don't know uh, who was it, but I I was talking about like okay, you you can have um, undead samurai because mm. you have uh, dark alhain. Yep. She's yes. an elf, and she's an undead elf. Yep. But it, but I think samurai extends to uh, other races and other things. You can have like a skinwalker samurai. Yes. But the strange thing, the, the strange thing to me is they are like <clears throat> using their resources. Because yes, this uh, this company can build like can can create many art for champions but you're using your art for samurais in other factions and this is like strange at least it's because they know what's going on but we don't know yeah you know I mean? so <laughs> they know what the plan uh, is but to us as players we're like huh mm, you know? do they know well <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I wouldn't put my my hand into the fire you for this. Kind of, sort of, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure they've got a master plan. That's true. But that's not telling anyone. But yeah, so there we go. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll soon, time will tell, right? We'll find out when the fashion mm -hmm. comes out in a few weeks' time uh, next month. We'll, we'll do it pretty good. Right. Um, next, we've talked so much about champions. Let, let's let's kind of break some news for everyone. Um, uh. Let's start with Elium. Elium, um, obviously, you've been a fan of the channel. We, we, we've chatted several times before, and and you mentioned the other day that um, that you're you're trying to start up a German raid podcast for the end of the month. And I was like, man, let's get you on Shadow Legends. Let's talk about it. Let's let everyone know. And and but yes, yeah, so let's talk about it, man. Where did the idea come from, and and what's the plan? The idea came from you because oh, look at that. I've I've, I've seen I've I've watched nearly every episode of shadow assemble and i love it i love the the talk of the the different minds you you invite people from all over the world from high platinum players from clan boss uh, masters from every uh, aspect aspect of the game and so they're there and 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 you choose the right topics to have a, a very good discussion from from yeah from every pers uh, perspective of the people. So I like the idea behind it to get the the different minds in in one discussion and let them talk about raid and the actual topics, the patches, the the fusions, and everything about this game. Right. So I wanted to do this in the German community because we we have it but not not every month not every week or something like this so i wanted to do it on a regular base and thought about it yeah just to do it and and that's what uh, was my idea so i started it <laughs> i started to to contact the other content creators and everything and yeah we we uh, the the end was we we 
chatted about it because I, I needed some advice of the setup and now I'm here. <laughs> nice man. Talking so, to you. So, so how is Raid uh, reacted to within the community in Germany? Like, how many content creators are there in Germany for Raid and, and, and what are you sort of hoping to do in the long term? Um, official content creators, there are just three, I yeah. think. And there are a lot, but yeah, not everyone is, is doing it on a, on, a, on a constant base, doing every week some videos or streaming every uh, week or every second day or something like this. Uh, most of them are just on YouTube. The other ones are just on Twitch. So I do both because I want to, yeah, to, to spread my, my, um, my viewers and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot um, the the big ones are also on Twitch and YouTube. So I thought, why not? Why not? There are not that much big content creators, and the German community is a little bit small in, in yeah. Raid. Um, we are lacking a lot of guides. Not everyone um, can speak English or understand it. Yeah. So I thought about making yeah, growing the German community a little bit to 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 involve everyone and in in rate and yeah i i agree man i think uh, I, I think it's a great idea it's it's uh, the amount of content creators that i've seen since i've been doing the podcast the idea was to try and get one new person on each week and i thought at, by the end of the year i should be pretty done right and and there are <laughs> Here we are, year two, and there there are still more content creators to get on than what I've had on, right? In forty two episodes, so it's it's insane that the growth that we've seen in twelve months for Raid Shadow Legends in general. Uh, I'm sure you start the German podcast, you know, and I think uh, you're going to see other German content creators, especially in lockdown, think, oh, I can do that too. Uh, I would love to get involved in something like that. So I think it's a fantastic idea. And like I said, off stream, mate, anything I can do to help make that happen, I'm here for you, man. That'll be great. And um, yeah, I wish you all the best for that, mate. As soon as you get a title and, and everything, let us know. Do you have a title yet? Not now. <laughs> Not now. Well, when you get all your information and, and details of it, mate, let me know. And we'll share it around for everyone, right? Uh, that'd be awesome. Um, I will. Thank you very much. No worries. Um, and, and once a mess, let, let's kind of talk about your week. Yang, you're going to have to mute yourself now. <laughs> Too many ice cubes in that Sorry. whiskey. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Um, <laughs> gee, uh, once a mess. Yeah, you've had an amazing week, mate. So let's kind of start. So Arena has is, is obviously been your sort of go-to activity for a long time now. Arena has, has gone through phases over the last few weeks and months. Um, just talk Before we talk about your grind last week, just talk to us about Arena, um, the, the story over the last few months since the last time we talked to you, and kind of where it's at at the moment for you in Platt. Uh, for me in Plat, <clears throat> uh, now I mean nowadays it's it's good. It's actually competitive. They Plarium finally actually fixed boosting to my knowledge, to our knowledge. Um, so that's really good. Uh, it's just been honestly kind of a constant grind over the past couple of months. Uh, I I push every Sunday. I don't always stream it, but I people like to watch me push, so I I usually stream it. Yeah. Um. I've been, uh, I had a couple, like maybe a month ago, I had a couple of rocky weeks, but um, overall I'd say I've pretty consistently still been pl placing in the top 20 every single week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, but it's definitely been getting, it's been getting a lot harder, honestly. Everybody's defense is, uh, 
really picking up. People are... I don't want to just say everybody copies the top players, but people who have the champions to pull off certain defenses, like you you find someone who does better than you or places higher than you or has <clears throat> better gear than you and you try to copy or emulate them to your best to the best of your ability maybe you change something up to uh to kind of throw some people off but it's just overall the quality of teams has really shot up so um yeah i mean i've been, I've been seeing some crazy strats and there are some just crazy numbers out there in some of the stats that some of those guys have got mm. um but arena has kind of evolved and i I know people are still having those bot issues lower down in the ranks, and I know they're trying to sort of work on things like that. But arenas mm. in platinum has seemed to be a bit more stable now, right? There's there's not so much um, sort of um, cheating or boosting going on uh, anymore. It seems to be um, pretty much you know, up for grabs for anyone, really. It seems to be rather fair race, the fairest it's been in a long time, anyway. Uh yeah, absolutely. No more cheating, no more boosting. Um, it's it's definitely up for grabs to any literally anybody if you can if you can push up if you can compete if you have the offense teams if you have, if you have the defense teams yeah. you can absolutely compete um i don't like the whole idea that like clans control all of platinum because that's not true right. but there's sort of um gnl which i'm in uh mad and tau are definitely like the the top three most prevalent in platinum yeah. um and and us three clans do take up most of the top 20 but that does not that, that's just because tau recruits a lot gnl has good players mad has a lot of specifically super good arena players so that's kind of why that's happening yeah. um but so a bit long-winded but yeah, basically it's up for grabs every week um as good I think, I, uh, cool. if, if i have anything to say about it i i mean what the the way i see from outside of all this because i don't i don't do plants i don't have the gear or the champions but i think when you were trying to compete there and you were a good player and you have the the champions and the strats and and things if you place uh top 20 multiple times is like it's natural for you to seek a clan that will help you to do what you want to do and it will be natural to for a clan to try to recruit you because you're a good player so i mean it's kind of impossible to not have this like some clans do better in arena in a certain ways because it's like an organic organism yeah yeah absolutely uh th that's exactly what happened to me Gosh, however, however many months ago, um, I was in I was in a top 100 clan, but you know, nothing too crazy, nothing special. I was really the only player in the clan pushing platinum regularly. I was finishing top 20 consistently back then. Um, <clears throat> uh, I kind of I had already kind of known Mandible a little bit, um, but him him and GNL and then Tao were also trying to recruit me at the time. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. um, but in uh, I didn't want to just dive right into this, but a lot of people do have the idea that, oh man, if, you know, being in a top clan helps you, like, push up higher into platinum. I do agree that if you if you want to finish platinum, aka just finish anywhere, uh, being in one of, one of the top clans does help, absolutely. But um, once you hit sort of my level, where consistently in the top 20, it's actually, I wouldn't say a huge detriment, but it is actually a detriment. Um, there are a lot of, like, our, personally for me and GNL, there's a lot of our lower clan members who 
maybe they can push into you know the top 150 top 100 or so of platinum but their defenses would actually be extremely easy for me to hit now of course as a clan we're working on this to help people etc but not being able to hit you know a good chunk of people who would be very fast wins for me actually ends up being a detriment to me so um, and, and let's talk about your week as well. You've obviously um, you you pushed for plat uh, uh, last week. You you managed to hit number one. Um, you recorded a video and you posted that on YouTube as well, which is your first sort of um, your YouTube video this week. So you've had a crazy week. You got to number one and you posted your video. What's the reaction been like? How have you farmed that experience, man? Uh, it, it's I'm still feeling really good about it, honestly. Um, to my knowledge, this is the first, like, full legitimate uh, trophy for my clan GNL. So that feels really good to have the first one. Yeah. Um, I, I, part of me wishes I had actually streamed it instead of just recording it. But who knows? Maybe I would have cracked under the pressure or something like that. Yeah. But um, just it overall feels really good. And then I finally, like, people have been asking me on stream to do YouTube content for a while. And it's been kind of a kind of a back and forth i don't exactly have the time to do like full-time youtube content creation but uh i you know i finally felt strongly hey this is a really good achievement um i want to uh do a video on it and so the honestly the the reaction has been really 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 positive uh lots of views lots of subscribers all in the first day everybody's you know commenting saying hey it's really cool to see uh, platinum level content because there's not a ton of people who do YouTube that put out like good platinum content. Yeah. Um, so we'll just kind of, we'll see how it goes from here. I plan to do maybe not quite as an in-depth video as this time where I like talked about all my champions and their gear, etc. But I, the plan now roughly is to record every platinum reset and do some kind of video with it. And then try to do like a once a week video of just a topic that I want to do. So, yeah um so i mean starting youtube is no easy feat i mean we're all um walking down different paths as well um how is that progression from twitch content creating to creating uh, youtube videos because it is a different beast um how is that uh, sort of transition working out for you uh it, it's a lot harder um i i had i had and really still have no real idea of how to um like really edit videos and stuff yeah. i have a i have a personal friend in real life that you know doesn't play raid or anything like that and and he he's not like crazy well or he's not crazy knowledgeable about editing right. but um he had his own youtube channel that he was kind of messing around with a while ago did a lot of his own editing for videos and he was able to just show me some some basic ropes just to put together a video yeah um and then from here on out i'll have to uh kind of figure it out myself so we'll see what happens i uh, wish you all the best on that journey mate it is not an easy <laughs> one and i i touched the point i just i just found a couple of editors to do it for me i can't i don't have the time um to, to be able to, to do it there is not enough time in the day to do everything and so i've kind of put that towards other people but um yeah, I wish you best in that journey, man. Uh, Idiom, same kind of question. I mean, you've obviously had that transition as well. Uh, are you doing it yourself? And uh, how did you find that transition? If uh, want to message just starting out, what's one of the things that uh, you would suggest or a little hint or something? Um, 
it's a it's a hard grind i had no clue about editing videos um, editing photos for thumbnails or something like this i had no clue about audio or video <laughs> for 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 some for specific youtube videos or streaming um and i spent nights without sleeping just to learn i i watched tutorials i watched guides i uh, i did everything and the the first i think three or four weeks i slept about three hours per day just yeah. Because oh I was grinding and learning everything. Now I'm fine. I can edit and, and make a video with thumbnail in about three to four hours. Hours. What What is, in my opinion, very good for someone who has no clue about it. So, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. But it's it's a hard grind. But it's fine. Every time your video is done and it's rendered, yeah. you're happy. You're happy. You're very happy. <laughs> Yeah, so I really tried to kick things up. I, there are certain stages I, I knew that um, uh, last year, especially, I was going to be sort of. I couldn't focus too much on YouTube. So the podcast and what we see here was the one constant that I had in order to give myself time to grow elsewhere. Um, and now I'm really at a point where I'm trying to pump out like a lot of YouTube videos. Um, and But I'm enjoying that process. It's good to see YouTube Studio with 20 videos unreleased sort of thing, right? And it, it's good to see and you can have a plan and release them. Uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, it is a, it is a struggle. I mean, I'm, I mean, everyone. I mean, Yang, you, you've you've had a great couple of months. You'll get. You said you're getting like 400 subs a month at the moment, um, which is really great. You surpassed your 2,000 subs as well. Um, I mean, yeah. How did you find the transition? How is things working out for you and and creating content on YouTube and editing and stuff? Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I started the same, and I started uh, from YouTube, and then I go. I got to Twitch. And when I started, I, I was exactly the same. I, my my father is a director, a, a cinema director, oh. and I had <laughs> a little bit of clue about lightings and uh, I I I guess that's it actually. <laughs> it was about uh, shooting uh, my face and the lightings. That's it. But editing like art, thumbnails, posting. Uh, render I didn't have a single clue and it was just the same I, I spent many nights studying watching YouTube videos and I now I can like record edit and do all the stuff in the video um, if I'm fast and I'm not that careful with all the things that I'm doing I can do it in two to three hours yeah but I I generally spend like four hours to doing this, and I, I, I mean, I love the content creation part. I love the community, and the, I transitioned to Twitch because Twitch for live streams is way better than YouTube. I did uh, live streams on YouTube, but there's no interaction with the audience. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay, I, I need to go to Twitch, and yes, my channel is growing in a very good place because brazilian I, I think the the only big community is like english community not uh, english speaking community because right. like here in brazil we have a really small community my discord mm -hmm. is like 500 people my youtube is 
2,000, which is good. Yeah. I'm growing 400 peop- uh, subscribers a month. But it's still very small compared to like Chosen, Hell Hades, Ash, and other like great content creator, big content creators. Right. But I'm 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 super happy with the result. I'm growing every video, every edit, and yeah, it's very good. Um, yeah, just congrats on all your success. You, you know, I, I spoke to you last night. You're doing really well for yourself, man. I keep it going and. Um, yeah, I hope we all start getting four hundred um, subs a month. That'll be that'll be pretty something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Rufus, I mean, yeah, you, you've had sort of the same sort of experience. You've had some technical difficulties in terms of creating a YouTube, but you're up and running now. You've got YouTube uh, YouTube uh, videos made. We've had the vase reveal. I mean, what was just one of the things that you'd recommend to people just start creating YouTube that you kind of picked up up like early on? No, well, the thing is, uh, I'm, I'm actually still in the learning process, and uh, what I would recommend to people is to just learn as much as they can and to be uh, very consistent on their upload schedule. Yeah. If there's anything I would say to people, because, well, not that I'm making excuses or anything, but uh, I was very lucky, quote unquote, uh, during the last end of the past year to the uh, early uh, months of this year. For my own business because well just uh, I, I run my own company my uh, consulting company and i was lucky in the sense that i got tons of jobs and lots of business uh, coming to, to, towards my company which uh, in a sense uh, allowed me to uh well have a better uh let's say look forward towards the situation but at the same time i i couldn't really keep up with the uh with the upload schedule or even uh, to to improve the quality of my of my uploads but uh, I kind of find uh, some equilibrium lately. The yeah. the last two videos I, I made, one was uh, like a, uh, a view grab on Astralon because a clan member, Coltrane, uh, fused him like day two or day three nice. really early on. So I probably was one of the first people to upload a video on him. It was really bad quality, really choppy because I had problems with my PC. But still, it got a decent amount of uh, views and it uh, got me back on track with, uh, with uh, subs. And uh, again, it's uh, YouTube is uh, a consistency game. You need to have good quality videos. You need to build rapport with uh, with your subscribers, and uh, to upload regularly. If you just go about uploading videos like every other day, or every two days, uh, and do that for a few months, you're definitely sure to to, to get to the milestone you want. For instance, before uploading that video, I hadn't uploaded anything for like three months almost. Yep. With a, with a single video, my subscriber count jumped by 40. 40. Nice. And uh, I wanted to jump on earlier on the State of Arena, but um, instead of doing that, I will have a shameless plug, and maybe if I can, I will send a link in the chat. Yep. Uh, because the, the latest video, the one with the face reveal, is actually um, more of a call to action uh, from Plarium, because uh, they asked us moderators to gather feedback from players on uh, gold four and uh, platinum about what could be improved so these are suggestions that will be sent directly to uh, the devs hopefully some of them will be taken into consideration so yeah feel free to comment uh, leave any suggestion you feel uh, could improve things and as back to what you said earlier about the state of arena i will not go in length about it but opinions are really mixed and what I feel like is that there is a conflict of interest between 
long-term and uh, end-game players as and uh, more early game or players that haven't been around for, for that long. So the needs and wants of each of these two categories are very different. So I'm really eager to see how they uh, they get met with uh, this new, let's say, revamp of Arena, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, uh, uh, long story short, though, what to mess. We, we've all gone through uh, that start, mate, and it is difficult. It is time-consuming, but you'll figure it out. You'll get you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll get in that system, and it'll be smooth sailing. Uh, it, it takes different lengths of time for other people, but I, I wish you all the best, man, and, and just try and enjoy it, right? Um, and if you enjoy it, they'll enjoy it. I think you'll be fine. Um, but good stuff, and congrats yeah, and on your first I... video. Yeah. Go on, Yang. And if I can add something to one to mass, um, I mean, you have something that is super awesome because you're super knowledgeable and you're super, um, I don't know how to say it in English, but you're, di di mm, I, I don't know how to translate it. Cause say, say it in Portuguese, let's, the let's try. <laughs> <laughs> Didática. Delicious. Uh, well, whatever it is, I'm sure it's a very nice co uh, compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way you you teach, you explain the things to people is very good and it's very understandable. And he's easy to listen clear. to, isn't he? Yeah, he's easy mm -hmm. to listen yeah. to. Like when when once a mess yeah, speaks, yeah. we listen. Yeah. You know, it's cool. I like it. Yes. I, I I watch I I love watching your stream because I I really learn a lot for from your streams because you're super easy to understand and this is something that skyrockets your views because people are pe people have different needs in the way they learn and the way you teach you kind of mm -hmm. uh, do it for all almost all the the different things they need to learn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's really good. Um, just, just keep it up, I mean, everyone. Really, and just keep things going. Um, I, I, I kind of want to do a little bit of a self promo as well now, real quick, before we move on to the next topic. Uh, it does involve um, uh, the one and only E Yang as well with us, and uh, we we're talking last night. And so, long story short, guys, uh, some of you on my channel may know I've had an idea for a raid show for a long time, but I've been waiting for the right sort of uh, dance partner, so to speak. Uh, or someone that's just crazy enough to accept it um, yeah. and, and to have a bit of fun with me. So um, I, I got in touch with the Yang Gaming and we both agreed that would be a lot of fun. Let me talk to you about Get Crunched. All right. So this is I'm going to see if I can try and get an image up right now. Uh, I, I know as soon as I mentioned the word crunch, you're all thinking, huh? What? Oh, no. Uh, yes, you yeah. should be thinking that. Hang on. Let me get the right image. Where's it? There we go. Uh, copy link uh, so basically this is an idea of a shard off competition okay i'm just going to try and get the image up on obs right now uh th the idea is 30 ancient shards each it just so happens it's going to be a times two ancient shard tomorrow uh sorry next weekend um and so on friday next week myself and yang we're going to have 30 ancient shards each right um and we are going to i'm just still get the image done no there we go um so oh dear that's a bit big let's, let's minimize that so 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 that's this is getting crunched 
Um, we're going to have 30 ancient shards each, and we're going to pull these one by one, and we are going to um, add up the points. Rares are going to be one point, uh, epics are going to be three points, and legendaries are going to be seven points. Um, we're going to have power-ups as we go, so as we're opening up these shards, I might say we might go three, two, one, open, and I'm going to say swap. And as we're opening up the shards, we're going to swap the shards and I would get Yang's points. Yang will get my points. Uh, we're also going to have, uh, what well, the other points I've got, no points. Three, two, one, no points. Yang would get no points for that round. Yang has the same power-ups. He can choose when I have no points. And also, I added this in last night. Uh, maybe we'll change it. I don't know. I did have steel in there, uh, but I added in crunch and we could potentially go three, two, one, crunch. No matter what that champion is, you're going to crunch it at the end of the show sword but anyway the idea <laughs> after the 30 shards the person with the least points after the 30 shards would crunch the champs they just pulled so winner takes all pretty much uh, on a times two ancient yeah um i, and I, do, I, I do regret oh. it already but let's go <laughs> mate it's gonna no, be fun just joking man it, yeah 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 I, i'm just joking it will be super fun it's going to be something. I swear to God, if I pull something crazy, I, I am. If I pull a second Draco or something, it's not me. Really, I don't know. But that's kind of the interest, right? And it's kind. Of, it's kind of got an edge to it. I've been wanting to do something like this for a long time, and it's going to be good. Um, it's going to be fun. So that's going to be next Friday on both of our channels. Make sure you're all here for that. It will obviously be on YouTube as well. Um, but it's going to be live on Friday. Make sure you're all here. By gosh, if I get Septimus Diabolus, I will not be happy. Um, I better win if I pull myself a Septimus that's all I can say but yeah winner takes all whoever wins keeps the shards if you guys like it if you guys enjoy it we can end up doing a best of three or a best of five and the loser of the series can give their monthly gems to the other's community right so if Yang wins I'll give my monthly gems to his community if I win I not only get those shards and those chance but I then get some gems from my community as well it's a win-win for everyone it's a unique concept um uh, I I'm looking forward yeah. to it, so make sure you're here for that. And uh, Yang, thanks for saying yes. Honestly, it should be good fun. Um, <laughs> what's a mess? Could you imagine having a chance to pull 30 shards and might have to crunch them all after on a two times I would, event? I would never agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, me, me and my chat, we were, we were, yesterday we were like thinking of excuses for me to get out quickly if I pull a Valk. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're, oh, we're running in the contract. To, uh, yeah, run away sorry, I, I, I have to go. I, I have to take my my grandmother to the jujitsu class. <laughs> um, gone. Sorry, my cat yeah. is it's on fire. I have to take care of him. My, my, my dog's girlfriend's dad just died. Sorry. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, it's all gonna happen but i mean it's gonna be entertaining for sure i mean we, we were talking about it as well like it's not gonna be that bad the chances are that myself or yang are gonna get a game-changing character within 30 ancients are rather low but that's there's still that possibility of it happening and i think that's what's gonna make it entertaining and fun to watch at the very least it's a little bit tactical with the power-ups it's gonna be a little bit stressful for the loser but it should be a whole bunch of fun for everyone so i'm looking forward to that so yeah get crunch chat next friday i'm looking forward to that um uh doom tower let's talk doom tower Elium gaming let's talk doom tower my friend what's your experience with doom tower it's been out for two months now um we're expecting another rotation uh sometime soon what's your um yeah what's your experience with doom tower um to be honest i love it 
I love it because it was meant for the end game players and it's for the end game players. So I'm I'm in the early end game, but I I, I can't I can't compete in the hard Doom Tower. I I can clear uh, the the first boss and now I'm stuck on the second one because yeah. I can't pass him since the update from one when last last week yeah, yeah last week with the nether spider i can't uh, uh defeat him but it's okay because it's meant for the for the yeah the end game the end end game so it's it's okay i'm fine with it i'm grinding normal and i love it because there is a competition there is something to do we have to think about our um, combinations of champions we have to do something new and that's what i love i love to see something new to to yeah think twice before we go in the fight and and and, and defeat a boss or some waves because i heard about the hard doom tower some stages are very hard not the bosses just the stages mm -hmm. so yeah for me personally, personally, so I love it. I love it, and I think they still can improve it. And I think a little bit they they overtuned it with the last um, with the last buff or nerf, how yeah. do we want to call it? Because yeah. I think yeah. they destroyed a little bit the fun for the mid game players or the early end game players because. The Nether Spider on hard is now also very hard, mm -hmm. to be fair. So yeah, I don't know. I think they overtuned it a little bit, but overall, I love it, and I think it was a good addition to the game. Um, yeah, I, I think I was, you know, one of the first people to to praise them when it first came out. They obviously had a massive Christmas fusion, new champs, new gear sets. The Forge came out, Doom Tower came out. I think they 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 bit off a lot uh, for Christmas, but I think they pulled it out of the bag and they did really well. Um, but yeah, it just seems like um, Doom Tower best month might have been that first month when everyone's playing it but then lots of people have been saying different there just seems to be so many various different sort of opinions of doomtown where it's I mean, what's happened in the short amount of two months and uh, some people are saying that it took two years to build and they've ruined it in two months i mean others are enjoying it more than ever and others literally quit on the day one so there are so many various opinions on this uh once a mess so you want to jump on in how are you experiencing with doomtown lots have changed in two months what are your thoughts mate um i'll be honest uh literally from day one i accidentally did five five floors on normal yeah um because i just didn't switch to hard so literally that first month where it was super hyped up i mm. i was already behind everybody else like speed running hard so like yeah. literally from day one i just kind of um like wasn't that into it and still to today uh, it's it's good content. It's more things to do in the game, which some people think it's good. Some people think that's bad. I don't. I'm kind of uh, on the middle ground on that. Um, it's it's quote unquote free resources for everybody in the month. Exactly. I really like that. Exactly. Um, so it, it's providing more resources to us, which I love. I think end game players, new player. Well, like, I don't know how many. I don't know how much new players can actually you know progress on the normal side for the the resources, but. Um, all the resources being provided, super happy with that. But um, kind of, kind of a bummer that uh, they they promised different rotations every single month, and we've had the exact same one back to back now. Mm -hmm. um, 
And the most honestly, I'm I'm really not happy with the most recent changes that they did. Um, they wanted to make it more difficult. I understand that, but they all they did was change the strategy so very end game players like myself we just hop to the new best strategy because right. we have the champions we can do it that's all we need to do all they did was make it tough for like mid or early late game players who might have one champion for a strategy and they were able to complete that boss because of that one champion all they did was hurt those players um so i think that it was really a bad decision by Plarium to do that um that's my opinion so i i i, I definitely agree with the, with your last statement on mess because if anything they made it more of a silver sink for mm -hmm. uh, end game players who have silver issues because we we can uh, oh we've all got silver issues rufus some people don't <laughs> some people have billions <laughs> i'm not one of them wow true yeah <laughs> but still it it makes it let's say a little bit more annoying for instance, I stopped trying to beat the Nether Spider for at least a week now, just progressing towards normal. I'm gonna do do the Nether Spider whenever I have time because I was focusing on the fusion and other stuff. Uh, I mean, it's not a hurdle for me. I can do it if I just put like a, maybe a less than an hour and a few million silver on it. But thinking about people who who don't have the rosters that we do after almost two years of playing and. Uh, not even the knowledge i'm just talking roster resources yeah. gear uh, you can just have specific champions apply strategy and get through it the the thing is uh, this comes to the way that doom tower was brought up and we we had a chat about it a couple of days ago saffron uh, on your stream mm -hmm. uh we the the conclusion is that they came out with the doom tower just as a way to appease the player base as far to the uh lack of content uh, that we were all clamoring for and asking for so desperately uh, as opposed to a, an actually well thought out mode with uh, balance and so on and so forth I, if anything faction wars was had more thought in it than than than, than doom tower yeah. <laughs> a copy paste of, of pretty much what you can say or, or tower modes that you can find in uh, in other uh, in other games minus some of the unique mechanics yep. so and if they came out with it in such a way, I wasn't at all surprised that they reworked it in such a botched out way. So hopefully we will see some actual reworks in the months coming uh, coming forward, uh, mainly the rotation of bosses, because that's the thing that's definitely going to come out. And uh, well, just fingers crossed, but still, it's for me, it's a, it's a new resource source uh, in the game. If you don't want to spend cash to, to, to get gems or energy or anything, Doomtar yep. is pretty good for that, both normal and uh, and uh, hard. And one last point I might add is that people have been uh, getting Thea, uh, the tomb angel, uh, quite a lot recently. Yep. And if I would love to see the panel's reaction towards the the statement that Player put out re recently regarding uh, why Thea... Let me, let me read that. Hang on. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Plary made a post a little earlier on. Um, so, where would we get another important thing that we have recently... Okay, but that's not that. And um, we also can't avoid uh, the Thea subject. 
I was like, what theater subject? <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> well, um, but apparently that, that was like a theater subject. The important thing to understand here is that Raid keeps evolving in so many aspects. And naturally, we need to think in advance when bringing new champions to the game and assigning specific roles to them. Thea, like many other champions, needs to be discovered in specific locations, equipped in the right armor, teamed up with certain champions which are either already available or still await their turn to appear in the game in their glory. So, for anyone that's got Thea, basically, you're not gearing her right or putting her in the right team or using her in the right area. Or you need the champions that still haven't come out, which... Uh, right, or you need champs that aren't out yet. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be great, absolutely, you, you, you bunch of peasants you don't know. Right. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> It's just really weird wording, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, we know she's not that great. Uh, just wait for more champs to come out. Wait for more content. And she'll be good. Just gear her up properly. You'll be fine. You know. Let's try to be fair here. It, well, I, I get the intent. I get what they're trying to convey as a message. Uh, again, uh, this is not specifically the wording of the community managers. They're just the messengers. So let's not kill them for that. Oh, no, no, it's just, but we, we can only read what yeah, they tell us, right? This, yeah, you just know. putting that uh, as a disclaimer out there. But yeah. the thing is, you're putting out a champion that takes quite a lot of hard work to get, basically, arguably, just as much as, as Lydia, if not yeah. more now, after the nerf. Uh, Lydia, she's proven herself. Uh, she's now a really, really good champion in many areas of the game. She can be used in a lot of ways. Thea, I mean, well... Granted, we just started getting her, people have just started testing her out, but the people who have started testing her out are people who know their, their stuff, people who, who have access mm -hmm. to resources and who can actually build her in a lot of different ways and in a lot of different comps. We're not saying that Thea is crap, by no means. She's not a crappy champion or a bad champion. She's just underwhelming as far as being a, a top legendary reward uh, of, from such a mode. But again, if we could put things into perspective maybe uh there are other legos that we are going to get from doom tower as time goes on so yeah. let's say that maybe the fact that she's not as top tier as we hoped that she would be is due to the fact that we are getting plenty of champions and some of them will be also good etc etc but again not the best of explanation to give not the best of statements to give no uh, at least give us some details tell us about what's going to come up and how we could use her but don't just try to talk to us as hey, if we did not Don't know ask for details. Not. Come on. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's a step too far yeah, right there. I forgot about that. Sorry. Calm down. All right. Um, <laughs> details. Who needs that? Um, so, so one of the things as well that I didn't like is we kind of touched upon as well for this Doom Tower is they, they obviously, they kind of, they, this, this took two years, right? As, as we're led to believe, this took two years to kind of make. Some people don't believe it. I don't know. But it's allegedly it took two years to be built and and we were going to get a different rotation each month and not only have we had the same rotation for a couple of months in a row it feels like they've used these two months as a test server right it, it feels yeah. like we've been yeah. the guinea pigs and uh, to fine-tune the doom tower right um, it is the case it's just it, it, because we didn't have a beta for it as we did for but uh, they've been testing it for two years <laughs> I, I, I would i would bet a serious amount of money or or, or uh sacred shards on uh, the fact that they just started developing doom town maybe three or uh, at most six months before putting it out 
I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. The content. They've but been working on on some content, on some X content for for two for two years. It could be the actual void tower that's still yeah. in, in the uh, dungeon list, but not not Doom Tower. Definitely but not. even still, if you're gonna have a test server, have a test server, right? You, you know, you don't. So, I, I, one thing I didn't like about this batch was it didn't just affect the Doom Tower or the bosses, but it affected our champions, right? So we've mm -hmm. had champions in the game for numerous years. Uh, we, our Nuka champions, are supposed to nuke. What good mm -hmm. is a Nuka champion if it's not nuking? And so yeah, they just, they just percent HP. Yeah, they've just, they've just basically neutralized all of our Nukas. Well, some of them. Um, I was well happy using Royal Guard, Zavius, Cold Hearts. Like I, I'm well, like that was fun for me. Um, and now it's kind of not. I don't know. I mean, Ilium, any kind of thoughts on that, mate? I mean, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I've lost a few characters in this Doom Tower update, personally. Yeah, I think they they went the wrong way with uh, with enabling just for the Doom Tower some abilities, some mechanics in the game. Those are mechanics. They work in every aspect of the game. And why you disable it just for Doom Tower, just because some endgame players are cheesing with it or the, the mid-game players are having success with it. I can defeat the Doom Tower just because of my Cold Hearts, of my Royal Guards, of the max HP, of, I don't know, uh, the, the turn me to uh, manipul manipulation. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. So why you depleting the the mechanics of the of the game just for this content i i don't get it i don't get it yeah my it is, yeah. idea was make another um make a nightmare mode for yeah. doom tower and add some some yeah. different mechanics some nightmare mechanics like you did it in fire knight the first i don't know seven stages he has just five shields then right. he has 10 or something like this evolve and make it hard. Make it for the end end game player. Make it for the big spenders, for the for the content creators, something like this. And that's it. They like I don't know who was it um, said. Now um, they they heard it. The the mid game players. They heard mm -hmm. it. The the free to play players. It's it's not good for 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 the majority of the players. It just I don't know. I don't know. I just clicked on the secret room and I saw it's lizards. So I'm like, no! <laughs> Never gonna do that room, ever. <laughs> that one's actually not that bad. Never Come off it, what's a mess. What you, who are you using for this? How do you have uh, five lizards to use? Like, what? <laughs> I just, I use the, I use Broadma, I use Jareg, because I ha already had those guys at 60. And then I use uh, double... I think his name is Basilisk, Basilisk the one yep. with the, I've got one the, of A1, the AOE A1. He, yep. They're both in stun sets. Okay. And then I run uh, Jareg. And he's just in like, he's the three, those last three are all level 50. Um, mm -hmm. And he's just in like some, some damage gear with a little bit of accuracy so that he can stun and land decreased defense. Yep. And then I just target the uh the the enemy broad mock because he can revive and then I, then I it's like a it's like an eight minute room but i i do it every time oh nice i'll have to i have to again pretty, have to, yeah, yeah not not very much uh not very much invested into it to make it fast it's pretty easy i mean uh, stuff around your team you could definitely do it no uh, but jizzo though jizzo I mean, yeah, you have to do it once. Do you need just to put something yeah. on? But I, again, so it's literally, um, it's just a silver thing, right? Um, I, mm -hmm. I've been really struggling with silver of late. 
finance has been a little bit low haven't been able to pump into the game as much as what i used to like six months ago or whatever yeah. and and so i have to pick and choose which teams i rebuild right um i i can't just put in 50 million silver into the doom towering and get that back quickly that's going to take me three weeks to get back pretty much at this rate at the moment so i'm being really picky and that's what i'm probably additionally salty yeah. about not being able to use my nuke i'm telling you just just yeah. put put your basilisk in stun and that's yeah, all you, if the if the rest of the team is in like at least usable gear mm -hmm. just target the reviver and you will win all right we'll do that nice um <laughs> <laughs> haven't even tried to take part. I was like, no, I don't even have it. I'm, I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll get the, on that, though. Um, the only episode I have is, is a 60 Jareg and maybe a 50 Rodman, not even fully ascended. So that's yeah. why I'm reluctant. But, but yeah, as you said, it's doable. Needs silver. Um, awesome stuff. Okay, we've got like 15 more minutes. I've got like two or three more topics to try and get through, see if we can try and get through them. Um, so, yeah, Playroom did make that announcement um, earlier on. Um, what are they saying? Uh, another important thing that they have uh, recently launched, um, two-factor authentication. Can I just say huzzah? Finally, if you're on Playroom Play, uh, you can have two-step authentication, right? Yeah, and we've yeah. heard about about a lot of cases of people getting their accounts, uh, quote unquote, stolen or scammed out of their. Wow, accounts. traded, scammed, uh, got back, bought, uh, sold. Yeah, it, it all happens. Of them kind of got kind of got it coming. Some people just genuinely got scammed, but some people were trying to sell their accounts and then got scammed out of it. Well, yeah. I wouldn't comment on that. Some but people still, sell accounts and then claim them back six months later. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Two-factor authentication seems like a no-brainer for a game that actually requires such a heavy investment of real life cash so yes yeah. a good good move and uh yeah not, nothing more to, to add to that uh alien long time coming finally two-step authentication people can actually rest uh, easy now that they should be pretty much safer than what they have been i think it's a good uh good thing because like like uh, the podcast said you you invest a lot of money in this game and then you get you get your account stolen or you get scammed by 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 someone on ebay or something like this because you bought an account and they took it back from you something mm. like this i think it's good but yeah they needed two years for this we we we, we all know plarium are not the fastest no just think <laughs> how much they could have saved on lawsuits if they did it earlier though like, no, no, nobody's buying accounts. Come on, what are you saying? This is not a thing. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, but look, as, as long as we've all been playing the game, we've all been like, yeah, this, this game really does need it. I mean, we all put so much money, time, and effort into this, and it need any kind of additional protection. I am so glad for so many people. People don't even know how important this is going to be until something happens um and so yeah don't take it for granted i think it, it's it's a long overdue it's a really warm welcome and um yeah fair play um let's go on um and also um uh, we, we're getting back um in-game moderators again um let me sort of talk you through what happened last time um what's the mess do you remember what happened last time when we got in-game moderators uh they they gave them out to some there's a lot of content creators from what I remember, like influential ones. Mm -hmm. And then they just took it away two days later. Mm 
pretty much. So yeah, I, I was one of them. Uh, I, I was a moderator in game, and and honestly, from my personal reaction, uh, just the presence of someone with moderator on their name in the channels um, was was bliss, and people knew that it was like a safe zone, a safe area. Um, but uh, literally two days later, apparently people got power hungry. And they oh. literally just, they closed down the program 24 or 48 hours later. And mm. here we are six months on and Rufus looks like they're bringing them back, buddy. They are indeed, actually. It was, <clears throat> the feature has been ready for, for a week or so. Uh, it uh, was launched very quickly, maybe for a couple of hours. I, I did miss it because I wasn't online. Yeah. Uh, uh, just P.S. Uh, um, I am one of the, the chosen few, so uh, I am uh, now. I'm just uh, uh, resting my uh, mule near my ban hammer next to my bed and just <laughs> the day. Uh, so, so yeah, it's gonna come up uh, next week or or, or so. And uh, yeah, we've been given. I mean, the moderators we've been given a. Uh, uh, lines of uh, let's say conduct. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You've been giving cold calling lines. Uh, no, no, we've, we've been given actually a, like a guide as to how the tool will work and what uh, we're supposed to do with it and how we're supposed to okay. handle specific cases. So many questions. Uh, tool? Mm -hmm. What tool? Sure. Because it's a tool actually. On the chat, it's a tool from the developers and they developed something. Let's call it a moderation interface. It's okay. pretty much the same that was available before, but they probably uh, added some tweaks to it. I'm not familiar with what they did uh, in the first instance of it. So uh, it's uh, what, what happens is when you are a moderator, you basically get a badge when you come in chat saying that you're a moderator. People will be aware of it. And as you said, just the spiritual pressure or the reatsu for uh, Bleach fans is enough for some people <laughs> to uh, start checking themselves and not going crazy as far as uh, spamming or going against terms of service. So what you can do is uh, basically either warn a person or uh, time them out, basically ban them, either for a limited period of time or indefinitely. And the good news, the good feature uh, on it is that you can um, spam, uh, mark people for spam bans, meaning uh, the, 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 the level 7 accounts that you see that start uh, advertising, purchasing accounts or stuff like that, you can immediately mark them for spam ban, and the uh, AI, quote unquote, or the bot, will, uh, will 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 learn from that and will uh, mark those as spammers. Same for people who just start spamming, uh, let's say, uh, explicit stuff or uh, start uh, spamming insults, because we've had that in some channels. Uh, some channels have become really, really, really toxic with people, like let's say, spamming all day, and insult targeted to a single person. So. It's a double-edged sword because uh, we will use it very carefully uh, in the sense that we will try to use it uh, to uh, improve the chat experience. But at the same time, we need to be very careful about what we mark as spam ban or spam... Uh, well, I'm sure uh, those ban. ads are part and parcel of it, right? I mean, I'm yeah, sure as soon as you see those ads, they're going to be the first to go. Um, do we know how many mods we're going to have this time? Plenty. Well, so, uh, we I had too many last time, that. apparently, um, no, is what my it, question. Um, this time it's restricted to mods that are actual mods on either Discord or Facebook or both. 
Okay. So there are people who've had some experience dealing with uh, this, these kind of issues, at least on Discord, and we're being constantly, let's say, um, co coached by uh, devs and by uh, more experienced community managers so as to avoid any m mishaps. So the power hungry issue, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. If anything, one thing that I'm a little bit wary of is uh, because there is also a component of, of uh, machine learning in it or AI learning in it. Because uh, if you mark something as spam, the the bot will also, because the bot is also a moderator, will also learn from it. So that's the only thing we need to be careful about. <laughs> Uh, don't look at chat, Rufus. People are worried, okay? Uh, I mean, the main screen. <laughs> don't ban me, they're saying. Um, <laughs> if you see me in a chat, just just run. Just run, run to a different channel. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm going to say. Um, Dominator, I see you. But but I, I've, I've been calling for this for a long time, right? I, I think they need when they took it away, it was a detrimental move towards the community. I feel that the moderate, just their presence um, was helping. And I, I really yeah. do think that having moderators in-game is the best move. I, I put a message um, in um, the content creators. Let me just kind of read it. I, I'm slightly passionate about this subject. Um, let me start. Um, I started with a Cyrilla quote. Um, let me start with the important news that is not related to the game itself but rather establishing order in the game environment starting next week we'll have in-game moderation in our global chat rooms i said literally what once i said earlier last time you did this you removed in-game mods within two days please back the mods they are needed and part of the solution and not part of the problem they will need backing if in-game mods abuse their powers remove and replace with someone more responsible of their actions don't just scrap the mod plan outright the game needs them they wanted to see this ever since you took it away glad to see it back hope it's for good um literally we need in-game mods and i hope they they do back you guys and i don't i, I just really wish they don't remove the, the the project and the program after a couple of days and i i just yeah I, I wish you all the best man you and every other mod i hope that you can do what says on the tin but i don't know we'll, we'll see how that goes um uh Ilium, Yang, any kind of thoughts on in-game moderators is a good implementation right yeah please come to brazil <laughs> Seriously, Ben. Like, like there, you, you won't be even able to to moderate any real players because, like, no one talks into chat because it's impossible to talk into chat because the chat is flooded with right. those bot selling account bots. Like, literally flooded. It, it's impossible to have a conversation because every message that I that I message is like there is like four other bot messages in the sequence so yeah we don't we don't use the chat so it and i i actually noticed that when the mods were uh removed the chat uh went this way it, it, it was not like this when i started playing no but now it's it, it's literally impossible to chat so uh, i hope this fix it Oh. I, I mean, I mean, it's true not only for, for for the Brazilian or Portuguese section of the chat, but also for for at, at least as far as as I checked myself firsthand for French and uh, for for Italian at least, the, the, specifically for French, uh, there are outrageous things going on because the uh, the game does recognize mainly English and Russian, maybe. Yeah. And people can get yeah. away with some ridiculous stuff. Not only just spam bamming, but just saying horrible things and not even getting uh, spotted by the automatic mod. So hopefully in the yeah. mod, 
we have people speaking several languages and coming from several countries. So that the human intervention will hopefully improve that. So that's something I'm looking for. Yeah, for sure. Because like here in Brazil, a lot of people laughs when they when they uh, type their laugh. Mm. It's like KKK. It's like KKK, yeah. KKK, 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 and they got banned. Yeah, yeah. that's an and... example. <laughs> I used to wave. I got banned for a wave. I, I put a circle and um, and a backslash, a forward slash, and that was it. I put a wave, and we were getting banned. I got banned for two weeks, and, <laughs> and we've had issues with the all the, the bot. Um, the bot was oversensitive when they implemented it, and then they got it better. And then a year later, the bot got oversensitive again, and it's just they've had so many issues with bots. It's, it has, has been a nightmare, but hopefully, fingers crossed, finally done and dusted. Um, a fun anecdote with that is, is a friend of ours, a former GNL member, uh, Raid Arcel. He, he also streams Raid. He got banned several times for typing the word Frick. Oh, God. F-R-I-C-K. So he started a movement. I, I'm actually a founding member. Frick, Live Ma- Frick Lives Matter. So go to post as many times Frick as you can before getting banned. So, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, that's crazy. Um, all right. I... Uh, that's a cool way to finish. I think um, that's a really good positive sign that they're adding moderators in the game. I really hope that um, they're here to stay now for good because um, the community to sort of deserves them. And it's the better place with you guys in there. Um, so, yeah, best of luck with that, right? Um, guys, we have hit the two-hour mark pretty much exactly. Um, mate, let's say a thanks to, to everyone who's here. What's mess? It's been a pleasure having you back on again. I hope you've had a good time. Um, what are you up to this week, man? uh this oh this week uh while i was on the podcast with you today tomorrow i will actually be coaching hell hades on arena platinum level Um, we've been working on some teams for him and then we are going to hopefully uh shore up his defense or uh, i'm not sure if we're going to do his defense on stream because that might just open him up to be getting hit by a lot of people but we are going to go push up to platinum use multiple different offense teams, get him a little bit more uh, comfortable with fighting teams like that so that during the push he doesn't freeze up when he starts seeing some real platinum teams. So that's going to be really cool, really exciting. Um, people have been pushing Hell Hades to push platinum a lot recently. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> hopefully we can... Uh, uh, hopefully he can do well to kind of like... Uh, not like not shut people up, but, you know, just just... Hopefully you can do well. Well, so, unfortunately, yeah, Hades has got BGE in his closet, right? From the whole chicken contest, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that happened. And I, 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 th- I don't think a lot of people forgot that. And I think he kind of wants to get over that I mean, as well. Like, So I think Arena is a good direction for Hades to be going in. And there's not many uh, platinum creators out there, like you mentioned. And I think that'd be really cool, co- collabing with Hades. And good luck to you, man. That sounds like really good fun. And when is that exactly? Do you know? Uh, that is the roughly depends on when he starts stream, but tomorrow at 8 p.m. GMT or uh, hold on, what's uh, 8 p.m. GMT? Yeah, sounds about right. It's about this time yes. tomorrow. Yep, yep, about this time tomorrow. This time tomorrow, mark it in the calendars, chat. Want to mess in Hell Hades in Arena? Uh, don't miss, don't miss it. That sounds like really good fun. Again, you can find all of the links for all of the content creators in the description down below. Uh, but yeah, want to mess? It's been a really good fun, man. Thanks for jumping on again this week. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and again, Rufus, it's been great, mate. I, I reckon you've got a very busy week ahead with the moderating involved and YouTube on the side as well. Um, yeah, thanks again for being here with uh, with us, mate. What are you up to this week? My pleasure, my brother. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, be focusing on a few videos. As I said, I have some uh, ready. 
I will be also doing a, a couple of streams, one for a gear cleanse. Shout out to the gear cleanse master here, Mr. One. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we nearly got a whole podcast without mentioning it. Nearly. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, what's the mess? I haven't streamed in ages, but, uh, but I'm going to do it. Actually, I'm going to go through thousands and thousands of, uh, of artifacts. But um, yeah, next week is going to be uh, an upload weekend. I've been working on my Astralon. I've used him a couple of days ago and built him. And I've been having lots of fun with him. So I'm going to do a take two on my initial choppy video with Astralon with uh, hopefully better content. That's awesome, man. Again, thanks a lot for being here. A pleasure as always. And Osli Iyang, um, mate, you've had a busy week. You've had two birthdays, your birthday, your raid anniversary. Uh, you've jumped on Hell Hades' channel. I mean, how can you top uh, last week with this week, man? What are you up to? Yeah, I think I can't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was an uh, awesome week. Uh, but but next week I will be working on new videos uh, and then the other week uh, I will be starting a free-to-play uh, series with some rules. I will be only able to use epics once I get to the Nightmare Clan boss okay. and I will only be able to use um, legendaries to get to Ultra Nightmare. Okay, all right. That <laughs> sounds interesting. It will, it will be a fun challenge. Uh, I'm down for that, mate. And don't forget as well, guys, uh, we're doing Get Crunch next Friday as well for the Two Times Ancient. Yeah, so for sure. We'll, we'll give you more information on that as we get it. Uh, but yeah, thanks a lot, Yang. I'm glad you had a good week and hope you have many more like it, mate. Oh. Um, Thanks, and man. it's all good, buddy. And Ilium, mate, your first time on the podcast. I hope you had a great time. You've also got your German podcast starting at the end of the month also. Make sure you fill us up with all the details on that when it gets released. And um, but yeah, thanks for being on here. Hope you had a great time. And what are you up to this week, mate? Of course I had a, get a good time. Thank you very much. It was a big, big pleasure for me. Um, and yes, I will hit you up with the German podcast. This week, I have a lot of guides to do. I have like five or six new champions to um to make a guide on i want to make a guide on my ultra nightmare clan boss team and yeah a lot of things to do i want to make a forge uh, guide because i can craft about 2k items in the yeah. forge nice so yes a lot of uh, a lot of work to do for my youtube channel and you know preparing for the podcast that's it that's awesome well i'm looking forward to hearing more about everything man thanks again for being on here guys you can check out every single um um link uh, in the description down below on spotify on youtube on anchor make sure you go and show your support um to everyone over the next couple of days and it'll be awesome um but yeah we've gone through over two hours of topics and um, we'll see you all again next week i'm sure but yeah i'm the Saffron man make sure you hit like and subscribe down below and try and share if you if you wouldn't mind that'd be ever helpful and um, let's get it out there, right? But yeah, thank you so very much. We're Shadow Legends Assemble. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Cheers. Cheers.